everyone. Welcome to Heidi Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about how we start. Okay, guys, by the time you hear this, I have left the sharing a room part of my trip. <laughs> This hostel wasn't bad, but it just wasn't like my first hostel experience back when I was in Maine. It just wasn't my vibe. And now that I've been to more than one, I better understand there are vibes at hostels. I think I mentioned this one was more chill, but beach and pool kind of people, neither of which I really am. I am staying at another hostel next, but I upgraded this time to a private room. I'll update you in my next episode how that goes. I'm happy I still have some time left to experience a couple more places on the island. And it's also been fun because I told myself, I made up a rule actually, I'm not allowed to eat at the same place twice. Which is good because I can get comfortable when I know a place, or at least prefer to go somewhere familiar when I'm overwhelmed. There has been a couple places I've been wanting to go to more than once, but I'm glad I did it because then I got to try other places. So the rule has been helpful. Oh, an update, I did end up buying new luggage. I had bought this purse, it's so cute, but the shape of it, I cannot fit it in any of the bags that I have. Then I bought some clothes. Also cute, but also taking up space. You know, honestly, I might just end up leaving some of my stuff here. I'm not even kidding. I don't know. Like, whoever cleans the room after I leave can donate it or keep it. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, so yesterday, I spent the day shopping for souvenirs before I left the hostel. I guess I also forgot I love buying things for other people. And it's dangerous being here, particularly in Bali, because the way that American money converts to Indonesian money, I've literally been walking around with $2 million in my pocket, which is a little less than like 150 bucks in US. So I did a few of my favorite things. I bought a book at the bookstore. I bought breakfast because I love breakfast. And then I spent the morning doing my love language gifts. I will say it does get either addicting or overwhelming or both doing shopping around here, at least in the local street markets. That's where I prefer to do the souvenir shopping. One, it's an authentic experience. I did go to the mall around here and it's just not the same. They're quiet and really chill and kind of boring compared to the street vendors. And the second reason I like doing souvenir shopping at the street markets is the locals really do rely on tourists buying things from them. It is hard, though, because they all sell the exact same thing one after the other. Like, seriously, it could be miles and it's the exact same material. But the personalities of the men and the women selling these things are different. Some things I bought just because the person was the sweetest or the funniest. One guy 
we talked about tattoos for a long time before I decided, okay, fine, I'll buy something from you. Or one lady, she was kind of funny. She kept pointing to the penis keychains. Yes, penis keychains. There's actually a lot of penis-shaped souvenirs everywhere, like keychains, magnets, bottle openers, like everything. And she kept pointing to it and laughing and saying, maybe for your boyfriend, huh, 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 maybe. Like, I think it was more like her laugh that made me laugh. I did not buy the penis stuff, but I did buy something from her. I forget what it was. But I realized something while watching the locals and really all of the Balinese professionals, people who work in the restaurants, people who work in stores, the bike riders, the car rentals, like everybody really. Every morning they wipe down everything, like every single thing is moved and dusted. Everything is taken care of with such care, at least for the most part, maybe not every single thing. They all also have a spiritual ritual of lighting incense and putting out little bits of food, and I assume a prayer, and while they're sprinkling water over everything. Every day they do this, maybe even multiple times a day, probably. I was watching yesterday as I was walking through the shops and thinking, they may get no sales, but they still start their day like millionaires are walking over to them. Well, I guess technically I am a millionaire at this moment. So yeah, maybe that's why. But on this day, I was walking by after breakfast, just as they were opening up for the day. And I thought, why not stop in and see what's going on? My first stop, I'm haggling on the price just to see how much. And then I end up agreeing on something. She gets so excited. I was her first sale of the day. And she's like, thank you. Thank you. You bring me so much good luck for this early morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She takes the cash that I hand her and she's like tapping it on all her other things that she's going to like she's planning on selling. And she's just like so excited, like smiling from ear to ear. I was more happy to give her my money in that moment than I could have been making a purchase at any store at the mall. Then this other woman, like after I left her shop, I went somewhere else. And this other woman, I was also kind of going through prices with her. But at this point, I was like, I really don't need anything. So I was walking away from her price and she goes, okay, okay, okay. I'll give it to you for, I think it was like 50,000. I was saying I'd do it for which is like $3 in American money. So as I'm walking back, she goes, okay, okay, because I don't want bad luck this early morning for the rest of the day, you can have it for that price. Those two encounters, one, super grateful for the first sale of the day, and the other one, super intentional about making a first sale of the day. Two sides of the same coin. How you start affects the rest. See, I would have thought go shopping late at night when they are almost done for the day because then they'll be like, whatever, I'll give it to you for this price. Either because they're tired or because they didn't make much money earlier in the day and now they're just looking to move their product. But Jennifer, those reasons come from a place of scarcity, right? They come from a place of desperation and forfeit. I'm realizing that's how my brain has been seeing how things move, how things happen in life. 
done in desperation, choices made as a last resort. And these Balinese women, entrepreneurs really, have taught me instead, before you start, treat it like it's going to be the most abundant day. And when you get the first sign of momentum, hold on to it. Then celebrate the win with the utmost gratitude. That's good, huh? Sure, I can see how empowering it is to say, it doesn't matter how you start, it's how you finish that matters. It has its place, reminds us to keep going regardless. So I'm sure there are some shop sellers who finish stronger in the evening, even if it is a form of, please just take it mentality. But you know, morning karma has its place too. And I want to be better with morning karma. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Expect abundancy in the morning. Be grateful in the evening. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow. And if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at HeddyGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.